In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Hey, welcome to the special edition of the 300th episode of the Garlic Marketing Show. This one is just part of a larger video that we put together on, on YouTube. We wrote an article on LinkedIn, and this is one segment, it's a little more expanded, but if you wanna see all of it all together, just make sure to go over to our Story Cruise LinkedIn and check out the entire video. Plus, of course, make sure to subscribe. We're gonna be pushing a lot of these videos out and doing a lot more great marketing information and stories now in this new season of the Garlic Marketing Show. Welcome back to the 300th episode mega edition of the Garlic Marketing Show. We're talking about marketing professional for professionals, what's working right now. And we're gonna talk about what I think is one of the most powerful things that you can do on a daily basis for free. And we've got an expert in it and a former attorney, well, recovering attorney, um, Vivica, Vivica, right? Vivica, that's right. Vivica Hess from Hess Connect. Before we get into talking to Vivica about this, uh, this is brought to you by storycruise.com. One of the best ways to get great content out there to stay in front of your best clients is through having your, your client stories everywhere. If you want to learn how to collect those, craft those, and deliver those client stories, go to storycruise.com slash case story. Vivica Hess, thank you for being yeah. on. Happy, happy Friday. I don't know when this will air, but happy Friday today to us. It, well, happy Friday to us. And also, you know, even if it's Monday and you're listening to this, you can make it a happy Friday. It's just, it's a, it's a mental state. Uh, <laughs> so before we get into your technique, uh, because I'm super excited about it. I think it's super simple. And even if someone's busy, they can be utilizing this. I've been telling attorneys for a long time to be utilizing it. Every time someone does this, they're like, Oh, that works. Uh, but before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about your firm, your, your, your agency, and your history of being an attorney and how you got into marketing. Yeah, so, so there's a bit of a story behind there, as you can imagine, but uh, I uh, moved over from Sweden and uh, wanted to go to school here in California, go to, go to college, and, and wasn't sure what to do after that, but uh, I didn't want to pay out-of-state tuition, so I I uh, lived in California for what was supposed to be a year, teaching skiing, and it turned into four years. Tons of fun. Um, I had established my in-state residency, avoided the out-of-state tuition that I was trying to avoid, and I went to college here and then law school right afterwards. And then I started working um, in estate planning, contracts, business, and uh, after a few years, I'd, I'd taken on some of the marketing aspects of my law firm, fell in love with that, had nothing to do with the practice of law, of course. And I just really realized after almost eight years, I wanted to pull away and just start my own agency, do my own thing. So I jumped the law tracks back then. Um, and as I mentioned, I started off 
sort of catering to anything and anybody. <laughs> so yep. kind of spray and pray kind of mentality. But uh, after just a few years, though, I really honed in on what would naturally be the best fit as a recovering lawyer it would be working with lawyers and law firms. I knew their pain points. I knew how inept we all are <laughs> when it comes to marketing and business. I mean, law school doesn't teach us anything about business or, or marketing, running a business. So, so there was a, a kind of a steep learning curve for myself, but um, something that I could offer to, to as a shortcut to bypass that, that pain for lawyers. Last few years, I've been spending almost all my time on LinkedIn, making connections, working on behalf of my, my attorney clients and, and firms there. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's part of my uh, unusual story. I, I love it. You know, and I think you make a super valid point about not learning marketing, but also I think a lot of people think they know, like just spontaneously know marketing. And I, I see that all the time. And you talk to, you know, it's like, Oh, I know marketing. I see it on TV all the time. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a little more intricate than that. <laughs> say that, you know, marketing really the day you say, you know, anything you should get out. Because I am, I'm constantly learning. I mean, and, and, you know, you should be curious. You should be curious, yeah. you should be hungry and constantly learning. I, I mean, I'm always reading. I'm learning from people like you. I'm learning from other attorneys, you know, uh, on how they're conducting business. I mean, so the day we say we know marketing, you better get out. You're in the wrong yeah. place. <laughs> uh, it's, it's constantly changing and it's a full-time job. It that's is. A fun, that's a fun part of it too, right? The challenge yeah. of the it's it's fun. It's exciting. It's also like, you know, you, you know, that's one thing I hated about SEO. I love SEO, you know, getting ranking, but also you just every morning you wake up, you're like, is it going to still be there? <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's the thing with Michael, when, when we're using these online channels too, you do not own it. And yep. I, I, you know, I have to say this repeatedly to attorneys too. It is a great opportunity for us if you're doing it the right way to establish relationships, share your story, you know, share how, who you are, what distinguishes you from others in a very competitive, uh, like lawyers, a very saturated market. I mean, that, that's important, but keep in mind, you do not own it. So, you know, one of the goals should be to, to establish that relationship well enough to be able to pull it off and have an offline, real life, i.e. pre-pandemic type of relationship, right? Yeah. That, that's sort of the big goal. Yeah, or at least get them on your email list and then follow at up least. with them too. Yes. <laughs> We're not talking about email list, but start keeping your email list and emailing them. That's the, like the biggest mistake, one of the worst mistakes I always see from any professional. Before we get into this, let's talk about some of the successes that you've had for your clients, because I, I love those success stories. Um, what are some of the you know unusual, not necessarily unusual, but things that people don't think LinkedIn can do that you've achieved? Yeah, absolutely. One uh, case comes to mind from last year. It was an attorney, and he was a criminal defense attorney based in a small town in Kentucky. And he was just looking to, uh, basically, in his words, get more clients. But really, what that meant, and, and after we had conversations, was really just positioning himself to get some visibility and build some authority. You know, it's it's not all that easy in real life. And this was sort of pre-pandemic. So, I mean, he was out there networking and, and doing that. But in a small town in Kentucky and and not knowing anything about marketing, um, that, that was sort of a, a tough thing for him. So... I said, well, you know, if we were to, let's look at LinkedIn. He already had a profile there, had, had dabbled there a little bit, but didn't really know what, was, what he was doing, no strategy. I said, let's use that. I asked him first off. I mean, that's what we have to do right off the bat is, you know, what are your goals and how ha have you connected already? 
you know, what, what's worked for you so far, what has not worked for you? He said, well, what works is every now and again is a referral from other attorneys. I said, great. Do you think, let me ask you, do you think there are other attorneys on LinkedIn? He goes, well, yeah, you know, stupid question. I said, no, that's the point. So let's go to LinkedIn, see if we can build some really high quality relationships with other attorneys, position you for visibility in front. We did that and, and he was very suspicious. And I'll, I'll say that nine out of 10 attorneys are very suspicious. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's our nature somehow. I know I've kind of let that down, but um, so, so, and I get it. Um, so we, we kind of honed in on sort of both the geographical area and the type of attorneys that most often in the past had been, had led to referrals and, you know, either collaborative work or the client firm. And uh, once we got kind of clear on what that, those criteria were, we positioned him in such a way to get the engagement out there, but also to really actively, you know, reach out and, and connect with other attorneys. And I think it went, uh, he said, well, we'll see how this goes. Okay, we will, I said. <laughs> and so challenge, challenge on. Two weeks later, he, um, he was so inundated and his poor assistant where we had set up sort of an online scheduler link and sort of prepared everything for the influx, which he said, probably not going to happen. It did happen within two weeks. His poor assistant quit on him. I felt so oh bad. She was going from zero activity to complete <laughs> and she was so frazzled. She left. And I said, okay, well, let's get it. Let's in the meantime, let's get a virtual assistant for you. So I, I kind of hustled to help connect him with somebody who could manage the incoming, the influx. And he was kind of blown away a little bit overwhelmed too. So we had to sort. he said, turn, off the spigot. <laughs> I said, I love it. Okay, so so the charm of, the, of that though is, or the beauty of that is that we can, you know, we can turn the spigot down. But you know, he wanted business, and so we got business in two weeks. He, you know, he, I think he had like over 20, 22 um, really good, high quality connections in terms of referrals. All wanted to get on the phone with him that first first week, actually, and just talk to him about, you know, how they could give him some work, basically. Yeah. Um, so that was a that. really good case, but you know, so, so watch out what you wish for. Uh, yeah. yeah. Another attorney we're working with, I'm working with right now, uh, ongoing is one of these, which I love working with. It's these entrepreneurial visionary attorneys. So I will say mm -hmm. personality wise, I work best, um, with attorneys that have some vision, some they're receptive, open-minded. That's not everybody, but, but this one is a very entrepreneurial and, and she is, um, she's promoting some, some software docu player, which is phenomenal. And I believe in it and her. And, and so that's a very different tech. I mean, they were just kind of position, you know, her services in terms of the software that would help attorneys. So plug for her. But I mean, the point is there, she's getting a lot of interest and curiosity. So that's a very different uh, tap for her. So it varies quite a bit, but yeah. I, I love it. I, and you know, it's, it's that guerrilla marketing that works, you know, everyone wants to try and scale stuff. And it's like, this is another thing that's an important point is everyone thinks they can handle a ton of business and they want this marketing that scales. And not, you know, nine out of 10 people, businesses, I would say attorneys, if they got an extra nine cases a week or eight cases a week, their system would quit, right? <laughs> I would crash for the most part. I mean, it depends, you know, and, and you know, as well, I mean, having worked in New York and, and with attorneys there as well, um, I worked with uh, a fairly large firm in, in Manhattan and they work with real estate commercial investors and, and uh, some very complex, um, you know, contracts and, and business dealings. But I mean, the, that cycle takes a long time. I mean, there again, we're talking, you know, uh, buildings that are in the, sometimes in the hundreds of millions and, 
Yep. And, uh, you know, the tens of millions at least. And so that cycle is longer. So we're talking longer nurturing. So that's a very different, what, what, so the point is this, marketing is not just one template, one strategy. It is, and that's why, you know, I like, I pride myself in high touch hands-on. Now that caps me a bit, but I really enjoy the relationships that, that you know, I make and we go deep and yeah. adapt according to, you know, what their, their goals are. I love that. The adapt part is so important. The adapt part, you know, but you know, what you're talking about, the stuff you're doing too is building a baseline because, you know, ads are great. You can turn them on, turn them off, but when they're gone, they're gone. But you're talking about building relationships and those 20, like that attorney, that 22 relationships he built. I mean, if he gets one, I, the lifetime value of that, you get one case per year per person, 22 additional cases per year, for, let's say for the next five years, 110 cases, that's easily, I mean, a low end for a criminal defense attorney, half a million dollars. Yeah, that's just, not too shabby. I mean, that's, that's great. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good ROI. They tend to be ongoing. And, and, I'm, and I love keeping in touch with these attorneys, you know, whether we're working together or not. I love seeing what's, what's going on. And there's a reason that we sort of organically, you know, connect to start with. I'm not a good fit for everybody. I'll, I'll be the first to say, um, I'm not going to give you, you know, 10 cent leads on Yelp yesterday. I mean, that's just not my business model, right? We're talking a little bit more distinction, bespoke, but also, do you know who you are? The number mm -hmm. one question I ask attorneys, and and they will say, oh. I haven't even had I haven't even had the time to stop, take a breather, and say, why am I doing what I'm doing? Who yeah. who am I at this point in my life? You know, why did I even go to law school? So that's part of the story we have to sort of unravel, and that brings a closeness that you know if you're scaling and you're going fast and hard, um, there's not room for that. And so you know, uh, all of our lives. You know, this, this is it. It's not a dress rehearsal. I want to enjoy what I'm doing. And that's what I love getting into is finding out who somebody is and why they do what they do. That's part of what we roll out. And I think that's kind of what you do too, right? I mean, yeah. that's yeah. a big part of it. I mean, yeah, finding their story, you know, it's interesting. And, you know, I want to get into what you're talking about, but this is a great conversation. We, you know, years ago, we had an attorney who was getting leads and it was like, no one, no one will hire me. Like you said, a criminal defense attorney who dealt in manslaughter cases. And he's like, no one will hire me. I'm too expensive. I'm like, I think that's a value proposition there because if, if someone's out for manslaughter charges and the rest of their life is they'll find money, right? We find money when we absolutely need it. And so, yeah, we switched his about us page and got heavy into his story. We found out it was the second most used page on his website. We realized it was crossed there. And all of a sudden he's like, now people hire me. And actually yesterday or the day before he actually called us up and he's like, I need you to take, I want you to take the phone number off my website. Uh, Cause there's too many people calling. <laughs> like I'm not taking the phone number. Off. <laughs> well, when you get it right. Right. I, I mean, when you get it right and you get that story position, um, you know, and I, I joke in my, my own podcast and LinkedIn live show, I say, you know, you obliterate the competition. There is no competition. That shouldn't even be part of your vocabulary. Yep. Because when you find your story, there is no one else in the world that has that story. And you don't even have to worry about the competition because that nope. word keeps popping up in the vocabulary of attorneys, right? They're looking left and right. They're fearful of the competition. And, and I, I mean, and of course, yes, it's a saturated market, but Really find your story, roll it out, stick with it. Cause there's only one person that has it. Nobody can compete with you on that. Nobody. Nope. No. And it, it, you know, it's interesting because I, I like, this is such an important point, whether you're an attorney or whoever, if you have professional services, 
we all th think that we're going after the same client. You're not actually going after the same client. You're going, everyone is slightly different. I realized this 15 years ago in New York, I was going from uh, law firm to law firm to law firm to law firm. They all thought they were competing. And I'm like, but you're actually talking about different clients, different cases, because there's such a different depth of case. I mean, you just look at the level of practice areas, then you go into criminal defense and there's like 40, you know, how many charges possibly someone could have. And then the type of person that gets those charges and then, you know, and, and then just personality wise, like you said, um, but they're afraid to do that. Right. They're afraid because like you said, they're skeptical. Why else do you think attorneys are afraid to do that? Well, I think, I think they're afraid, um, you know, and, and I run into this a lot as well is they're afraid that by, I mean, what we're essentially what we're talking about is let, let's, you know, by rolling out personality traits or characteristics, how you serve, I mean, you are niching yourself down and that mm -hmm. can, that, that word, that concept and can, can strike fear in attorneys. They say, niche myself down. Yeah. We're going to say, we're going to get really granular here. We're going to, we're going to go, go for a, a deep dive and they go, yeah, but if I do that and I niche myself and I'm not catering to, you know, five different practice areas, you know, then I'm missing out on work. And I said, and so there's that fear factor. And I said, no, I will tell you, and I'll show them case studies. I'll say, as a matter of fact, exactly the opposite happens. Always. You know, and I say, stick with me, trust me, just, you know, give me a month here or two months, <laughs> you know, and, and go with me on this, on this trip, on this journey. Right. And so, so the, the whole niching yourself down and being really specific in your wording and your story and who you are, how you serve and all that, there's a fear. I think that they're going to lose out on work and exactly the opposite happens. And I, you know, this, this really needs to be emphasized when you find your story, how you serve, who you serve, and you get really niche, niche picky, as I call it, um, you actually like uh, get more clients. You get more mm -hmm. of the right clients. And what does that mean to you practically in life? It means you're happier, right? Yep. He doesn't want to be happy. Like I said, this is, this is it guys. This is like, no dress rehearsal. This is our one life. Make the best of it. You know, yeah, we got to make ends meet. We got to make money and all that. Be practical, but yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's 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 a tough thing. Whether you're an attorney, I I talk to agencies all about it. Videographers, they're like, no, no, I can't niche down. I can't niche it. I'm like, trust me, it is the best thing in the world you can do. Um, so, all right, now now we've got. Let's step down from the soapbox. <laughs> oh no, really? <laughs> I, I know, I know. Um, and let's, let's talk about LinkedIn. LinkedIn, obviously, you said there's a huge opportunity there. Everyone says, I don't have time for LinkedIn. LinkedIn, you know, is not going to work for me. Obviously, it did um, for your clients. What is the thing that an attorney can do right now on a regular basis to make LinkedIn work for them? The one thing you can do, if you don't have time to sit down and, and think, you know, and I'd rather that you do this than, than create original copy or an original post or a long article or something, because that does take time if you're doing it well and thoughtfully and you're actually giving value. So if you don't have time for that, um, at least on a daily basis, and this, this concept of consistency is really important. So on a daily basis, you have some go-tos on LinkedIn, a few people you admire that are potential clients, um, groups, even LinkedIn groups, go in there daily. And, you know, if just go in and see, look at the threads and the conversations and chime in, 
you know, put your comment in there. And when I say comment, I don't mean a thumbs up or a smiley face or great point. I'm, I'm talking about take a few more seconds and it doesn't take much, but, you know, chime in, add into the existing conversation and the thread and, and just, just add something. But, you know, at the very least there, you're engaging. You've actually read the post. I mean, you're respecting the person that took some time out of their day to, to post. You're, you're creating even better engagement connection with that person and everybody that reads that comment too. So that's one really easy way that you can do on a daily basis to get that visibility, start building some authority and presence. Because I know that on a LinkedIn, I just talked to a LinkedIn engineer uh, last week, and they said, do you know that 90% of the people that become clients um, are not people that you know. They're people that have been watching you and listening to you over the years on LinkedIn, and you've been on their radar consistently. And when they need you, they're going to pull out. They're going to go, oh, yeah, you know, Vivica or Ian or, you know, so you've had that presence. Now, it might not seem like you get immediate return on that, but trust me, that visibility, they, you will be top of mind when they need your services. So that's really, that consistency is really important. I know you're just, dying to come in and say something. No, no, I mean, it's just, it's so true and it's so simple and it's, it's, but it works. I, yeah. You're, you're just dead on. And like, and listen, if you're paying attention to this and you're a professional and you're like, you want high end clients. Cause the, every professional tells me that doctor, lawyer, dentist, plastic surgeon, whoever yeah. you can spend 10 minutes on LinkedIn a day. Don't tell me you don't have time because you, you know, I know there's some play, a room you go into that you spend 10 minutes in that you read something else. <laughs> so you can just be on LinkedIn and make that comment. And like you said, it's amazing to me how like, I get that all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, I've read this post, you know, three years. I've been watching your stuff for four years. And I'm like, yep. I haven't said anything. And, <laughs> and there's yeah. so many lurkers out there. But yeah, absolutely. I, so that consistency and just going on a daily basis, even if it's just five minutes, you, you know, cut your meditation from 15 to 10, you know, in the morning, yeah. whatever ritual you do in the morning, which is, that's a whole different topic, right? But five minutes, you've got that. I'm sorry, but yeah. you've got that. Yeah. I mean, you can do it while walking. You can do it while on an exercise bike. You, you know, you can do it in a car. You can do it on a train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can, car plays or trains. But you, I mean, you can do it on the fly. Now we have LinkedIn stories, right? So pick up your phone from mobile. So pick up your phone and you're out walking, walking the dog, you know, walking yourself. <laughs> pick up your phone and, and do a short story. You know, just a thought that you have that could somehow in some way benefit your audience, whether it's referrals to other attorneys or direct to client, you know, just, just a little something and put, put a little bit of thought into it and do it on the fly. Sure. Yep. The other thing is you never know what people are going to respond to. So you might think it's the best thing ever and it doesn't get response. And you think oh, I do this stupid little thing and you get thousand, 10,000 people. <laughs> I, I'll give you an example. Last night, you know, I was really tired. I was, I was sitting on the couch. I was watching the news, trying to catch up on stuff. And my dog looked at me, you know, they have this little uh, King Charles dog and he, he's the sweetest thing. He looked at me and he just kind of cocked his head to the side. Like, what now? Can we go for a walk? Can we do something? Can we play? Cause I've been gone all day and I captured it. And I, I, and it was, you know, I don't usually do this, but I did. I said, I put on LinkedIn stories and I said, coming home to this great relief. And it got so <laughs> many views. I had like over 20 attorneys chiming <laughs> in on it, you know, so you never quite know, but you know, every now and again, it's okay to do a little, uh, you know, cute dog photo. I, I wouldn't recommend it for daily, but, <laughs> but it's kind of but funny, I, you know, who reacts to what, but that, you know, after a long day, sometimes you just need a little puppy face looking at you saying, now what? <laughs> I, I, yeah. If you, if you're a dog person, guess what? There's a lot of dog people out there and they're going to like you because you're a dog person. Uh, it, 
I've heard from attorneys, you know, like, oh, this little part of the story you did for me, like about my aunt Sally, someone's like, oh, I had an aunt Sally too. I don't remember the exact name, but it was really literally my name, my aunt's name was Sally or whatever. And that's why I hired you. You, you yeah. never know. No, no. <laughs> and I can say getting that personal ability and that person, you know, that personal touch is totally fine, you know, and, and that's something that we do again too when I work with with clients. And, and what I usually say is, Lisa, we're going to get as personal as as you are comfortable with. But what people don't want to see, they don't want to see the op open wound. They want to see the scar. They want to mm. see how you got through it, the ups and downs, especially the downs. I want to know that because that's what made you who you are. So, not the open wounds, people, but the scars, and, and you know well, how you came through it. I've never heard that before, but that's fantastic. You yeah. taught me something today. We're going to have to do another podcast because I have a lot more of those. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, this is great. And Vivica, go to HessConnect.com if someone wants to uh, work with you. Actually, even better, you connect with me on LinkedIn. That's the best way. So LinkedIn.com forward slash IN forward slash Vivica Hess. And we'll put a link to this in the show notes. Um, if you're listening to this, make sure to check out the YouTube episode. It's a massive YouTube episode. There'll be tons of links in it. Um, but if you're listening to this, click on the image, click the show notes, look her up. I, I it's V I V E C A. I'm willing to bet you, you just put that in. You're going to find her <laughs> into LinkedIn. You know, it takes me an hour to explain that my name's garlic. And, and by the time we're done, people aren't, you know, with I'm like, no, they'll remember my name. <laughs> yeah, sure. And I love garlic anything. So that was, that was a hit. I'm like, yes, I don't even know what he does, who he is, but yes, I'm going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Vivica, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your knowledge. We'll make sure to check you out and we'll plan on having you on again. I appreciate it. All right. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. And Thanks. thank you all for taking Vivica and I on your journey. Uh, make sure to take action on LinkedIn. Go like one of her posts. Let her know you saw this. Um, and of course, take action. This has been Ian Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video. You know it'll make you an authority you know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. 